It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling. Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavis, Certified Nutrition Specialist. I am also a licensed nutritionist, licensed through the state of Minnesota. This show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. And joining me as our co-host is Katie Harla. Katie is a registered and licensed dietitian. She sees clients in both our Wyzetta office and also at our Lakeville location. In addition, Katie, you're out of the office every other week. Is that right? Yes. And you see clients at... Individually. In, yes, and do in, some counseling with some corporations. Yes, and this is really, you're working with a, it's a community organization, basically, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's, they're really into wellness, aren't they? They really are, and I think of, you know, all the places that I've been, I've realized that they are very in tune. That that company in general is so in tune to their health. They offer yoga programs. Oh, they offer nutritional con- consultations. It's amazing how in tune they are to their employees to get that in. Everybody feels great. And healthy employees yeah. are happy employees. And they're more productive. Because they're not sick all the time. That's right. Oh. So, so, so you are there changing people's lives. You know, every other week, seeing people individually. Yes. And that's great. Yeah, and we've had some follow-ups, and they come back, and they, you know, it's, you know, some comments are, I never gave nutrition enough respect before. I didn't realize that the foods I ate, how much it affected how I was feeling. So thank you for coming in and showing us what what balanced eating looks like. Yep, and I think that that is kind of an opinion of a lot of people. Mm -hmm. They They don't give nutrition enough respect. They don't really believe that it can make such a difference until they try it. Exactly. The the, the idea is, oh, it's just calories, right? Yep. But a calorie isn't a calorie. Nope. It's where it's coming from. Exactly. So it is a beautiful day, isn't it? It is a beautiful it day. It is gorgeous. Here in <laughs> I, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota, it's been, it's been kind of a rough winter, but we are experiencing a beautiful day this Saturday. Um, But we have so much information to share today. Our topic is all about improving your memory. Mm -hmm. So if you are struggling at all with your memory, we have five proven ways you can improve your memory. So, you know, if you have a friend or maybe you have a parent or a grandparent or maybe even a teenager that you believe could benefit from information about their memory, call them up right now. Everyone go get the phone. That's right. Yes. Get so them to listen. Get them to listen in. So we're going to be covering memory from the young to the more senior adult. So senior moments happen to young people, too. Yes, they do. You know, and of course they happen to older people. Oh, yes, they do. So, <laughs> right. You know, I call them instead of senior moments because I'm, you know, I'm not a senior. I call them kind of snappy moments. Okay. So, you know, it's kind of that universal sign of trying to remember is when you kind of snap the finger. So maybe you walk into a room. Oh, yes. I see what you mean. Yeah. It's like, so what am I here for? And then there goes the fingers. (laughs) Snappy moments. Snappy moments. (laughs) So really what it all comes down to, though, is it's all about the brain. It's all about memory. So we're really going to get, you know, the question is, how can we help your brain function better so we have less senior moments or snappy Snappy moments? moments. Okay. (laughs) 
You know, but Katie, before we get into discussing memory, I wanted to share an article I found very interesting this week. And the title of the article, This Mineral Could Help Save Your Life. It's a pretty powerful title. Yes. So the article stated 80% of Americans are jeopardizing their health because they are deficient in a mineral that protects them from heart disease, diabetes, osteoporosis, and stroke. Well, that's pretty, Mm. that's a lot of diseases. So what mineral is this? If you're lacking in it, puts you at risk for a stroke or osteoporosis or a heart attack. Yeah, I have to guess. It's my favorite mineral. Magnesium. magnesium. Yes, and I I think of magnesium as the mineral of relaxation. Mm-hmm. So it's a very important mineral. Um, you know, researchers actually checked the magnesium level of almost 8,000 people, and those with the lowest urinary levels of magnesium were 70 percent more likely to die from heart disease. That's amazing. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. So Dr. Andrea Rosenhoff, Director of Research and Science Information Outreach Center for Magnesium Education, said, this is what she said. So this means we have been chasing our tail all these years going after cholesterol and the high saturated fat diet when the true culprit was and still is low magnesium. So, you know, did you catch that? If you were low in magnesium, 70% increased risk to die from heart disease. So we can stop blaming the eggs and the butter because that method isn't working. And to follow up with that, I have kind of an interesting story. So a couple weeks ago, me and a coworker, we were, we were at a health fair, you know? So I said, okay, you know, Joanne, I'm going to go, I'm going to go bop around the health fair a little bit and see what's going on. Mm -hmm. Well, I saw a, an area to check your blood pressure and to check your cholesterol levels. So I was like, great, you know, I'm a, I'm a dietitian. Let's go see. I should be pretty healthy. Let's go see what they are. So let's check out our numbers. Right. So the results came back. Blood pressure. Great. Perfect. Um, Then they checked my, my, uh, my fasting blood sugar. Great. Perfect. Well, it wasn't fasting, but blood sugar was great. Good. They checked my cholesterol. Great. You know, she looked at me and she goes, wow, your numbers are so good. She's like, whatever you are doing, keep doing it because you are on the track to health. And I said, I looked at her and I said, I bet it's all the butter and eggs I eat for breakfast. And she kind of paused, not sure how (laughs) to respond to that. She goes, well, um, maybe you shouldn't be doing that. I don't think butter and eggs are as good for your cholesterol levels. But lo and behold, kind of what we were just talking about, it's not the butter. And then the lady... She lacks information. She lacks up-to-date information. It's that old nutrition science about it. So Mm -hmm. really, I'm eating butter and eggs. and and Everything's great. Great. Yes. So going back to the 70%, if you're one of the people with low magnesium, if you're one of those 70%, so what are some symptoms that you might be experiencing? Well, muscle cramps. Muscle cramps. You might have leg cramps. Foot cramps. Charlie horses. Trouble sleeping. You know, you might get an abnormal heart rate. Sometimes people call it racing heart, mm-hmm. irregular heartbeat, any of those things. You could even experience <clears throat> like chronic fatigue or high blood pressure. Or you might have back spasms. Mm-hmm. Lots of people have those. What about that twitching eye muscle? People think, oh, it's just how I am. I just have a twitchy eye. So any of those things, you might just be deficient in magnesium and This is most important. You might be at a risk for a heart attack. So again, you know, some of those those um, symptoms like high blood pressure, muscle cramps, you know, foot cramps. Those are all those sound tight to me. Right. Mm -hmm. High blood pressure cramps. Mm -hmm. So 
the solution is very simple. Magnesium supplement, right? Because magnesium is the mineral of relaxation. If your muscles are tight and they're cramped, yep. if you are feeling your blood pressure is high because your your arterial system is tight, right? Exactly. Relax. Mm-hmm. Um, so for some people, the magnesium, uh, kind of the RDA or the recommended daily allowance um, is around 400 milligrams daily for um, women. It's around there, 300 to 400 uh, so but, for men, it's around 400? Yeah, and, men, and, it's around 400. And for women, it's around? 300. Okay. So, but in the United Kingdom, the RDA for women is 700 milligrams daily. So more than twice as much as here. What we're recommending here. Uh, so Dr. Carolyn Dean, author of The Magnesium Mir- Miracle, also recommends 700 milligrams daily. And I think people that have been listening to Dishing Up Nutrition know that I recommend at least 400 milligrams, maybe 600 milligrams mm-hmm. of, but a special kind of form of magnesium, magnesium glycinate, yes. because it gets absorbed so well. And, uh, you know, I in the magnesium glycinate from NutraKey is just a great magnesium. It is. You know, I really personally believe it's one of the best magnesiums products on the market. And it's a chelated mineral, and it's from Albion Labs, which is a company that makes amazing mineral products. Mm-hmm. And that's the manufacturer of the magnesium glycinate. And so sometimes if you're looking for a magnesium, look and see if it says from Albion Labs. And uh, that, if it does, then you know that it's probably very absorbable. Yes. And it works so well for clients. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dar, how about before we really get into our topic, oh, okay. which is memory. So again, we have five ways to improve your memory. So again, if you know anybody who could use a benefit for their memory, um, you know, get them on board. But we are going to take a quick break, and we will be back. Um, so you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. We are discussing five ways to improve your memory. Here's a question for you. Have you ever thought that your memory problems are from a lack of sleep? You may not be aware that most Americans are sleep-deprived. Rather than six to six and a half hours of sleep, We need more like seven and a half to eight hours for good memory. So what is keeping you from sleeping enough hours? Maybe it's too much coffee during the day. So follow Mary Lou Anderson's example. She gave up her two cups of coffee at breakfast, and she has been able to throw away her sleep meds. So if you need help with your sleep problems, maybe it's time to sign up for a nutritional consultation and let us help you out. I mean, there's a lot of different reasons why we could ha- be having trouble sleeping. So give, Certainly. give us a call, 651-699-3438 to set up your appointment. We'll be back. Hi, sleep. I miss you. What's it been? Six months? A year? I don't even know anymore. I just know I need you, and I really want to reconnect. I tried medication, hypnosis, some weird tea that smelled like feet, crying hysterically. None of it worked. A friend of mine told me about this place that helped her sleep, Nutritional Weight and Wellness. I know. What the heck does food have to do with sleep? She says a lot. I can't remember what exactly because my mind is shot these days. No sleepy, no thinky. Plus, I'm getting acne and headaches and my butt's getting fat. I'm going a little crazy, you know? (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to give Nutritional Weight and Wellness a try. And I promise, sleep, if you come back, I won't snore. 
Learn how real food can improve your sleep, mood, digestion, skin, and more. Sign up for the Weight and Wellness Series at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Call 651-699-3438 or visit weightandwellness.com. So welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, if lack of sleep is leading you to have mental fog or forgetting where you parked your car or realizing you left your wallet or purse at home when you get to the checkout counter, I bet some of these things have happened Mm -hmm. to people. Then it's maybe time to take action. You know, sleep is such a beautiful thing and we can help you get it back. Maybe you you need a snack before you go to bed to keep your blood sugar balanced Mm -hmm. or maybe you need... 400 milligrams of magnesium at bedtime to relax your muscles. Or maybe you need something that's called NeuroCalm to help you get to sleep and stay asleep. You know, the best would be to make an appointment to work individually with a nutritionist. So that would be the very best. Yes. So if you have questions about your memory today, just give us a call at 651-641-1071. And I remember the first time I took some of that magnesium glycinate. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've never really had too much of a problem with my sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some tossing and turning here and there. But I remember <clears throat> when I took that magnesium, that was the best night of sleep. Oh, good. From there. Sure. Here on out. But I was just like, wow. You know, we, we take sleep for granted until we we're not having good sleep. Mm-hmm. So that is that that magnesium, right? It's the mineral of relaxation. It is. relaxes the system to get good sleep. So we, before we went to break, you know, we were kind of chatting a little bit. Now we're really going to get into our topic. So memory is the discussion today. And we're going to give you all five ways to improve your memory. So, you know, here's an interesting one. Did you realize a deficiency of magnesium, I have, mm-hmm. I, we can't get off the topic, can't get off magnesium. can lead to poor memory, mental fog, and senior moments. So again, Magnesium plays a key role in more than 300 biological functions in our body, and the lack of magnesium leads to memory problems. It's so important. So magnesium is number one. It's the very number, yeah, absolutely number one. There are also many medications you may be taking that could be affecting your memory. You know, so a lot of over-the-counter medications for sleep... For the colds, for the allergies. And a lot of people right now are taking these allergy remedies. As the season turns, Mm -hmm. yes. Oh, the allergies are popping up. Um, But some of those medications actually contain an ingredient that interferes with our brain's acetylcholine levels. Um, So just as a, a fresher or an update, acetylcholine is a neurotransmitter that can play a role in our attention. And, and if, it really helps with our memory. Yes. If it's low, we, mm-hmm. would, we would notice it in our memory. Mm-hmm. Um, so talking back to the medications, these are some of the drugs you would need to be aware of and perhaps not take if you're having those senior moments or those snappy moments, right? <laughs> <laughs> so check out this list. You know, pay attention if you're taking any of them. Are you or have you taken Sominex? Have you taken Benadryl? Mm. Tylenol PM. Oh, I see so many people that take Tylenol PM yes. for sleep. Yes, it just kind of, oh, that's just what I have to do to get to sleep. Yes. Um, but what about Excedrin PM? Another one, yes. Mm-hmm. Or Tylenol Severe Allergy. A lot of people are taking that right now. Again, yeah, as the seasons turn. So if you take these drugs once or twice a year. No big deal. Not a big deal. I mean, that's really not going to do anything. But if you are relying on them and you are taking them, taking them several times a week, It could be the cause of those senior moments. Mm -hmm. You know, those occasional senior moments can become many senior moments and eventually become a real problem. 
Yes, exactly. It's, it's not that you're walking into the room and forgetting where you put the remote or where did I place Fido or whatever, right? <laughs> Eventually it gets to a point where you can't, you know, remember either to, did you eat today? You know, whatever it is. Exactly. It can become a problem, a chronic problem. So here's another one. If you use cough medicines such as Robitussin DM, you could be affecting your memory. You know, I want to share a story about one of our nutrition educators. Now, before she started teaching for us, she worked at the Mall of America in customer service Mm -hmm. and would get home maybe around 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night and would be sort of wound up. So to get to sleep, she would take a Tylenol PM. Okay. So when she started her two-year training program with us to be a nutrition educator, her (laughs) brain just would not function and remember. You know, so basically she had to wait until her brain recovered and then she really actually had to retake training to become a nutrition educator. You know, and I, when I was working with her, I thought, oh, her poor memory is from lack of sleep. But actually, she directed me recently to a page, page 395 in The Wisdom of Menopause, where Dr. Northrup, the author of Wisdom of Menopause, describes how those over-the-counter drugs interfere with our acetyl-L-choline, acetyl-L-choline. And you talked about that, Katie. Yeah. That's our memory neurotransmitter. Mm-hmm. So Oralee's memory problem, you know, it was really a connect- combination of two things. It was a lack of sleep, mm-hmm. and it was the nightly use of Tylenol PM. So she was relying on that, you know, to calm her system down. You know, and I've actually now, uh, I've taught classes with Orly, and yes. she is spunky. She is great. She's a great teacher. She is, oh my goodness, So she, she's so much fun to work with. But she has now a great memory. Yes, she does. You know, I, you, you know, you told me that story, and I had no idea. Right. Because I've worked with her after that fact, and she's, she's great. So hi, Orly, if you're out there. <laughs> so the solution to your memory problem would be to avoid... These over-the-counter drugs. And if you need help with your sleep, please make an appointment for a nutritional consultation. There's a lot of different solutions to help with your sleep. So for many people, you know, taking 400 to 600 milligrams of that magnesium glycinate at bedtime is all you need for a good night of sleep. So, you know, we've talked about that now. Since we're talking about memory, mm-hmm. we have to talk about blood sugar control. Yes, that's, that goes kind of hand in hand. If there is one reason to cut back on eating processed carbs and sugar, it would be to support your brain function. Mm -hmm. I don't think people ever think this way. I don't think so. You know, if you cut back on processed carbs, it's going to support your memory. It's going to support your sleep. Your and your blood sugar control are the sleep and blood sugar control. Mm -hmm. Those two things are the most important memory keepers. Because if you've ever had, I mean, okay, so sleep, for instance, Mm -hmm. if you've ever had a poor night of sleep. We almost intuitively know the next day we are not as sharp. We're not. And we're also craving sugar. Right. Yes. Right. We <laughs> are. Know. Those donuts are a little bit more alluring that maybe the, the office coworker brought in. Right. But not any of our not, office coworkers. No, not, not at Weight and Wellness. <laughs> we don't have that. So it really continually surprises me, Katie, that people don't have the ability or the information to connect that what they're choosing to eat and their blood sugar levels. So last Wednesday night Mm -hmm. over dinner with some old friends, one of my friends mentioned her husband now is having a very serious memory problem. Oh, no. And she can't convince him to eat better. 
Huh. And every night he eats bowls and bowls of low-fat frozen yogurt. And Whoa. I think about a lot of people are saying, well, what's wrong with that? And honestly, he is not about to change. Somewhere, somehow, I don't know how he got this belief that low-fat frozen yogurt is good for him. But again, he's not looking at the ingredient list. You know, he's only following that old TV, TV nutrition, nutrition story. The commercials that say low fat is good for you, you're going to have a better heart, or you're not going to gain weight off of it. That's probably what he's, he's recalling. Yes. Yeah. And we all know when a product is made with low fat, the food companies, what do they do? They add more sugar and chemicals to make it taste decent. Yes, because fat is the flavor. If you remove the fat, well, it needs to taste good. So let's add a little sugar. Yep. So what is he doing? He's eating food that's high in sugar that is actually toxic to his brain. And it's affecting his memory. It's affecting his memory. So, and I mean, if we can continue to encourage him, right, to get off of that and to switch. But that's exactly what it is. It comes back to the TV nutrition. So TV nutrition, they're not looking out for our best interest. So a much better ice cream, if he has to eat ice cream, yes. would be a full-fat ice mm-hmm. cream with the lowest amount of sugar. Yes. And an organic ice cream would even be better. Yes. If you compared the two, maybe like, you know, by a, a low-fat ice cream and a regular fat, full-fat ice cream, the sugar content is And rather totally than bowls different. and bowls of it, mm-hmm. he'd probably be satisfied with... You know, maybe not a half a cup, but maybe a cup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that way, much less sugar and actually good fat for his brain. Exactly, because it's, you know, we talk about this, but it's that fat in our foods that tells our brain that we're full. Right. So if you're just eating sugar, like a low-fat food and just sugar, you're going to want to keep eating it and eating it and eating it, just like what he's doing. And so I think a lot of people are eating the low-fat, fat-free mm-hmm. yogurt. Yes. Same story. Oh, boy. I used to... Love those back in my day, right? But I well, would never feel Because they were full of sugar. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you might be asking, all right, so how can sugar, something that is pushed on us by food factories, bakeries, and even our grandmothers. Be <laughs> some grandmothers, some but grandmas. not all the grandmothers, right. Katie. Right, <laughs> Be so damaging. So here is the science. We love the science. When you eat simple processed carbs and sugar, a tidal wave of sugar or glucose is released into your blood. Then your body kind of reacts by releasing an avalanche of insulin from your pancreas, which drives your blood sugar down. And then you have low blood sugar. You know, when you have high blood sugars and then you have low blood sugars, your brain cells, they really can't do their job properly. They're not, you know, at a normal pace, leaving you with a slow, sluggish, and tired brain. So those senior moments happen and serious memory loss happens you know because when your blood sugar goes up and when it comes crashing back down when our blood sugar drops what do we crave sugar more sugar so that's really what it is it's stabilizing the blood sugar so i suppose it's time to take a break it is time again we just have too much fun uh (laughs) so you are listening to dishing up nutrition you know if you want to improve your memory or improve your teenager or young adult's mental function look to omega-3 dha A study published in the British Journal of Nutrition in October 2011 found supplementing with omega-3 DHA improved cognitive function and mood in the health of young adults. Huh. So if you have any questions today about memory, why don't you give us a call here in the studio? 651 
641-1071. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, this coming week, starting Monday, May 13th, Andrea will be teaching our Weight and Wellness series in St. Paul. And on Wednesday, May 15th, Anna will be teaching Weight and Wellness series in Andover. And on May 16th, Kristen will be teaching the Weight and Wellness series in Woodbury. So what are people saying about the Weight and Wellness series? Here's some comments people have made. This class changed my life. Here's another person that said, I have more energy. My cholesterol dropped 100 points. Wow. I got my blood sugars down. I feel great. I can sleep now. Positive, positive, positive comments. So, you know, make your nutrition dreams come true. So if just to sign up, call 651-699-3438. You know, and you say things like that, and it's like, it, to me, it just says, I'm getting my life back. I'm not achy. I can sleep. My yes. moods are better. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's another little fun email that we got, too. Um, this was actually from one of our nutritionists reiterating what she was talking to about a client. So the client had taken the weight and wellness, the weekend weight and wellness series back in March. And she you know, was saying, since taking the class, she's lowered her A1C, which is that, that blood sugar connection, right. from 69 Last December to 6.4. Very nice. That's amazing. Yes. So she has discontinued her glipizide and will be lowering her metformin soon, so her blood sugar controlling medications. She and her doctor have also discussed cutting back on her blood pressure medication. Now we are on the way to helping her reach her 40-pound weight loss goal. Oh, very good. cut back on her blood sugar medications, working on the blood pressure medications. Really, this class is life-changing. It is. You know, listen. And it's, it's six nights, two hours a night. Yes, you learn. Well, and we spend a whole class on blood sugar control. Yes. You know, so if you have any other questions for us here in the studio, memory or anything else related, uh, you can give us a call. Our number is 651-641-1071. So before we went on break, we were talking, Katie, about how important it is to get your blood sugar under mm-hmm. control. Mm-hmm. For good memory. Yes. And it means that people really have to eliminate or cut back on these processed carbohydrates. Yes. You know, the chips, the crackers, even if if you're, you know, maybe you pick up a cracker and it says it's whole grain, you know, trans fat free and all of these these promising words that make you think that it's a, a good, healthy food. A cracker is not the same as eating a vegetable. That's right. Right. Mm hmm. You know, so making sure we have the balancing act of the good proteins, the good fats, and the good carbohydrates. And when we say good carbohydrates, again, we don't mean crunchy, whole grains. Yeah, whole grains or crunchy carbs. No. We mean, you know, vegetables and a little bit of fruit. And, you know, if you really look at yourself, if you sat down with a bowl of crackers, mm-hmm. most people, I believe most people, would eat too many of them. Oh, absolutely. There's very few people that would eat two or three. But if you sit down with a bowl of broccoli, most people will eat a serving of broccoli. They won't eat the whole bowl of broccoli. It doesn't trigger that that blood sugar response to make us keep eating. 
That's right. You know, and I think about that too. And I was, I've, I've shared this story a little bit on the radio before. Um, and I've talked to Dar about this, but when I was, you know, I guess back in college, my college years, I was eating pretty low fat and pretty high carbohydrate. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, processed carbohydrates. I was eating lots of cereal, lots of bread, lots of granola bars, you know, so looking back now, I know I was certainly riding that blood sugar roller coaster up and the downs, and then I'd want more. When I, my blood sugar would drop, I'd want more granola bars. I was always riding this blood sugar roller coaster, and it started to affect my memory. I remember sitting in my classes and you know, thinking to myself, what, what's different? Why can I not remember the material like I used to be able to? Okay, so you could actually see the difference. Yes, I remember, because I would be able to remember things before, and all of a sudden, something changed. I didn't know what was going on at the time. Now now I kind of have made those connections, but my memory wasn't as good. My attention even wasn't as good. Brain chemistry in general, my moods were a little bit more up and down, not like me. Mm -hmm. Um, But now I can relate it all back to the the way I was eating. Nutrition is powerful. So Katie, that fits into the right to the next little bit of research that I wanted to share with. Oh, yes. You know, they did some research in 2011 on elementary age children, and they found that processed carbs and sugar interfered with learning and memory. Mm -hmm. So it was the cereal and the juice and the toast. These are all a recipe for less concentration. Yes. Impaired learning ability, foggy memory, memory decline. And this is exactly what you were experiencing. Exactly what I was experiencing. And I mean, that is what kids are given for breakfast. Oh, yes. That, their plates, it's French toast sticks, it's cereal. Um, it's, it's all of that. So should we take a caller? We should. Let's take okay. a caller real quick before we dig in a little bit more. Okay. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Mary, you have a question for us. Yeah, I do. Um, I take some medication for sleep. I'm also on, like, thyroid medication and a anti-seizure medication, and I have trouble getting to sleep. So I do take a medication for that, and I'm also experiencing, you know, the same kind of thing with, you know, the memory issues here sure. and there. So if I were to take the 400 milligrams of magnesium glycinate, um, would you take them in the morning or take it at night, or do you split it up? No, you I'm take it at night. Just better. You take it at night about a half an hour before you go to bed. So just take it when you go to bed, and yes. then it has will still have that effect for memory and everything just throughout. Yes, and it will help you sleep. So you probably, you might very well be able to get off of your other sleep medication. That's what I was wondering. So maybe yep. I could start weaning off of that, and then maybe I would be fine on just the magnesium. Yes, right. Okay, okay and what, I know you you guys probably carried, I ordered some other things from you. Yeah, so. we do. Magnesium okay, glycinate. So that be, that's what I can do, just order it offline from Yes, that would be great. Right. Thank you Thank for the call. You. Good question, mm-hmm. Mary. Yep. Good question. All right. We have one more caller here. Okay. Kim, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. You have a question for us. Yeah. Well, your last comment is a good, a good segue to my question because you, know, you were talking about the ice cream and these healthy fats, low sugar, and I'm thinking about my you know, six and nine-year-old going, wow, that sounds great. Like, Can you give me some examples of some brands? And then you also talked about breakfast for kids. Mm -hmm. And we do struggle to, you know, figure out the calorie fat intake for them. Um, We switched to 1% milk because the pediatrician thought my youngest was, you know, she's way, she's like well over in the 100 percentile for weight. And so we went down to 1% milk. She eats yogurt. We were trying to do as little sugar as possible um, because I know she still needs those healthy fats, but it's just, it's a real struggle. Um, so could you give us some examples of some brands or some 
other breakfast ideas where they can get those healthy fats for them? Well, I think, you know, we always talk about having an egg or two for breakfast Mm -hmm. and having organic eggs. That egg yolk actually has the same fat in it that is made in our brain or that is what makes up our brain, Mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. So we're getting a lot of that DHA fat and that's going to support brain function. And it also makes kids feel satisfied. So you cook your eggs in butter. And maybe you do one piece of toast, or even better, you would do part of a sweet potato or a little bit of hash browns, and again, you cook that in butter. Mm-hmm. And we would we would really recommend whole milk because, mm-hmm. again, that's the kind of fat that your brain needs, and it also adds to that feeling satisfied, and you're not hungry all the time. When you cut back on fat, mm-hmm. especially for kids. Yes, They're always hungry. And what are they going to eat? They're going to eat more processed carbohydrates. And then the processed carbohydrates shoots their blood sugar up. They become insulin resistant. And then they've got a weight issue going on for the rest of their life. So it's not necessarily that the calorie counting that we should be aware of. I wouldn't count the fat, you know, if that's that's the concern. Because, again, what Dar was saying is you're just going to overeat in, you know, the processed crunchy carbohydrates. Um, Yeah. And and so rather than buying low fat mm -hmm. yogurt, buy full Full fat fat. and put some fruit with it. Yes. So that it, you know, then it it helps with the taste. And I think you're kind of talking a little bit about uh, like ice cream, um, you know, one one thing you could do even outside of ice cream that you know I've done before is you know it's we're kind of getting into summer here um like a half a cup of berries frozen berries um and then putting in some heavy whipping cream with it and then blending it up and keep blending That's it and right. whipping it and it turns into kind of like an ice cream. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Yes. I can do that myself and I you know I think maybe if I did like an egg bake for them. Sure. You know where I put you know, like some bread chunks or something in it with the eggs. I mean, they'll yep. eat eggs a little bit, but maybe if I made it kind of fun for them. Sure, that's right. Or, you know, you make deviled eggs or you make egg salad or, you know, you mix it up mm-hmm. so that kids... So they stay interested. Right. And maybe, you know, you add a little turkey sausage or a little bacon with mm-hmm. it, and mm-hmm. most kids like that. Well, maybe, so, well, thanks. I think I'm going to try to go up to... You know, my girls are, I mean, they're chocolate milk drinkers. And no, they can't they be doing that. That's just straight I sugar. I know it's bad. And both of them are like, Mommy, we know we shouldn't drink the chocolate milk. But then I feel like they don't, then they barely drink it. You know, so I put just a little in there to try to, you know, get well, them to drink it. But well, I mean, like, you know, I think you just have to pull those things away. Mm-hmm. Gone. You know, I, we have a great kids class. And we do. And go online and look. I'm not sure where it's being taught but it's actually one of the classes that we're looking at is to have online too mm-hmm. coming up in uh-huh. maybe the end of June. So, but we are so also teaching it around at different areas. So, um, look look at on our web weight and wellness website and see when we're teaching it because it would be a that great would class. Be great. That would be great. Lots of good information. Yes, you mm-hmm. can. Mm-hmm. My nine year old would love it. If she wants sure. to be healthy, she's trying. You yes, know? <laughs> it would be great. Yep. Thank you so much. All You're right. We are welcome. Thank you for the call. Well, Dar, 
Oh, it's that time again. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. So we are going to take a break again, and we'll be right back. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. It is clear omega-3 fish oil supplements support brain function and memory. It has also been found to target the toughest breast cancers. Researchers from the Chase Cancer Center and Pennsylvania State University found fish-derived omega-3 curbed cell proliferation in triple negative tumors up to 90%. It would seem that to protect your brain and breasts, it is wise to take 3,000 milligrams of omega-3 daily. So if you have any other questions, give us a call, 651-641-1071. If you're like me, you try to eat right, but the definition of healthy eating seems like a moving target. Should I eat low-carb or low-fat? Do eggs and butter raise my cholesterol? Is coffee good after all? Don't rely on sound bites and infomercials for something as important as your health. You deserve recommendations based on biochemistry. Nutritional Weight and Wellness is offering My Talk 1071 listeners a complimentary e-newsletter that is chock full of nutrition information and tips. The Weight and Wellness Way newsletter provides sound information and practical strategies from a nutritionist's perspective. Learn a natural approach to healthy eating based on real whole foods you buy at the grocery store. All this and best of all, it's free. To subscribe to the complimentary Weight and Wellness Way e-newsletter, go to weightandwellness.com and enter your email address. Then watch your inbox every month for nutrition news and special offers that will help you look and feel your best. For information on other services at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, call 651-699-3438. So welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, if you or your child needs to eat gluten-free, we have just the class for you. Michelle will be teaching Living Gluten-Free the Healthy Way in Burnsville on Tuesday night, May 14th. Or you can take our online class, Going Gluten-Free the Healthy Way. It is your choice, either in person or online, to learn all you need to know to go gluten-free the healthy way. So just go to weightandwellness.com or call 651-699-3438. And before we went on break, and before we took some callers, we were talking about you know, blood, blood sugar, sugar control and things like yeah. that. Yeah, so we're just going to kind of finish up this blood sugar discussion. You mm-hmm. know, you might think that if you lower your blood sugar level with either maybe a diabetes drug or, you know, insulin, maybe you think, okay, I have achieved blood sugar control and I've protected my brain from high blood sugar levels. You know, those blood sugar levels that could be burning up my brain cells. But it's really, it's not so simple. So these drugs may be making your memory problems worse. Putting a medication, I think of it as kind of a Band-Aid. So it Band-Aids the blood sugar, and it's not getting to the real cause of high blood sugar. And if we don't clearly kind of heal the wound, right, and we just put the Band-Aid on top, it's going to break through eventually. That's right. So when you shift your focus from using medication, that's a big shift for a lot of Mm -hmm. people, to managing your blood sugars, to fixing the underlying blood sugar problem, Cause from eating too many processed carbohydrates and sugar, here's some other benefits you'll probably experience. You'll lose weight, and particularly around the middle. Yes. That's so, the sign of the having difficulty with the blood sugar control. Mm-hmm. So you might, you'll probably have more energy. Mm-hmm. You'll have more mental clarity, and you'll have a better memory. And, of course, you'll have less aches and pains and better cholesterol numbers. Those sound like, you know, pretty... Pretty beneficial pieces to me. Exactly. But you have to lower the process cards. You have to lower them. So let's take a look at your brain. 
Your brain and nerve tissue requires a tremendous amount of quality nutrition to function properly. Actually, your brain is kind of an energy hog. It is. You know, if you might even pay attention to that, you know, it's if you're having a day where you're really thinking and you're processing and you're getting a lot of work, you might realize you get hungrier faster. Oh, that's maybe why I've been hungry lately. Yes, you're doing all this hard work. You know, so almost a liter of blood flows through the brain each minute to supply necessary oxygen and fuel and to carry away waste products. Sufficient vitamin and mineral intake is essential for ongoing energy production of brain cells. Vitamins are critical for energy production and memory. So Diet Coke and those monster energy drinks and even Mountain Dew, those don't supply the nutrients your brain needs for a good memory. So we talked about our weight and wellness classes before, but, you know, we teach in those weight and wellness classes, we teach people that over 60% of the brain cell structure is fat. Yeah. And that's what we were talking about with the lady that called in. We know there are good fats for the brain, such as olive oil, butter, coconut oil, olives, avocado, nuts, cream cheese, high, good yogurt, those kinds of... Heavy creams. Yep. Those are the good fats. And then, Katie, what are some of the bad fats? Some of the bad fats, you know, when everybody go and dig in their cupboard to see if anything's in there, you know, bad fats for the brain would be things like corn oil. Because really, how do you make oil out of corn? Exactly. Soybean oil. A lot of chemicals. A lot of processing. Soybean oil. Margarine. So margarine's kind of like plastic. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wesson oil, Crisco, Coffee Mate, hydrogenated and partially hydrogenated fat is bad for the brain and bad for your memory. It's kind of these these hydrogenated fats. They're kind of like, again, like plastic. They're just, they don't support brain function. And they mess up your cell structure in your brain. Yes, they mm-hmm. do. Because they try and implement themselves into the cell wall and they're not a good healthy fat to be using. That's right. So this is kind of, you know, what we think of is, do you need an oil change? Do you need an oil change for your brain? You wouldn't put dirty, overused oil in your car's engine course not. Just like you shouldn't be putting that kind of oil in your brain. It's important to use the correct oil for good brain function. And I think this is an also an important fact to think about. You would not run your car out of oil. No. I mean, most people. Well, hopefully not. (laughs) Why would you then follow a low fat or fat free diet or even 1% or skim milk Mm -hmm. if your brain needs fat to function and to avoid those senior moments. And you know what's really interesting with the recommendations is with, with kids, you know, up to about two years, full fat is, you know, recommended. Yes. Full fat, eat full fat. And all of a sudden it's like after the two-year mark, they say, okay, start reducing the fat, go fat-free. Well, why would that be? I mean, we still need those healthy fats for our developing and continuing to, to use those healthy fats for our brain. And our brain really keeps developing and, and growing and mm-hmm. processing up until we're about 21, 22 years old. Mm-hmm. And so we probably need to really focus on lots of good fat and lots of good nutrients all the way up until people are almost out of college. Exactly. So, I mean, we have to stop that low-fat eating. Uh, your choice of dietary fat is one of the most important nutritional decisions when you are wanting to keep your memory functioning. So poor-quality fats impair blood flow to and block energy production within the brain cells. So maybe, should we take a caller? Let's take a caller quick. Okay. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Beth, you have a question for us. Yes, ma'am, and thanks for the work you all do. Thank you. Um, 
Welcome. Um, okay, I have two now. Yeah, okay. I'm going to start with a carb question first because you're talking about carbs. Sure. And, okay. Um, brown rice, mm-hmm. quinoa are sometimes offered as carb alternatives. Right. Gluten-free. Right. We talked about broccoli and vegetables primarily. Yes. Could you weigh in a little bit, so to speak, about sure. that? Sure. Yeah. You know, when you look at brown rice and quinoa, mm-hmm. yeah, they are gluten-free, but they also convert into glucose or sh- blood sugar much more rapidly than broccoli. Yes. And so you have to, if you're going to eat those, maybe a half a cup. Depends on how sensitive your blood sugars are. Where you can eat a lot more broccoli because of the amount of fiber. You know, there's five grams of fiber mm-hmm. in a cup of broccoli. Mm-hmm. So you could eat a lot more broccoli and not have that impact of blood sugar that you will with a little bit of rice or a little bit of quinoa. Got it. Thank you. Uh, the other one is about sleep, and this is a great topic. Um, I've been using up to five milligrams of melatonin per night, mm-hmm. plus other things. To yes. Sleep. Could you uh, talk a little bit about melatonin? Well, I think it's it's probably working for you, and there doesn't seem to be any downside to melatonin at all. Um, I think the the big issue is not to over take so much that you feel groggy in the morning. Mm-hmm. And if you don't feel groggy in the morning and you're getting a good night's sleep, then stay with your five milligrams. Mm-hmm. If you are feeling a little groggy in the morning, I would cut back to maybe three milligrams. Mm-hmm. And it, you just have to get to the dosage. Now, if I took five milligrams, I probably wouldn't get up for two days. Yeah, right. <laughs> but too much, you know. But I sometimes take a half. I'm, sometimes I take a half a milligram if I'm struggling with getting to sleep, mm-hmm. especially on the nights that we have the radio show. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to get to sleep a little bit earlier on those nights. Mm-hmm. So you know, everybody's different. Right. I've been teaming it up with other stuff to make it work, which you've sure. already talked about. So I'm not probably, I'm going to try the other way that you've been talking about. Okay. Very That's good. Reassure me about that. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Uh-huh. Well, so everyone, you've been listening to Dishing Up Nutrition and we've had fun today. So, you know, if you've been wanting to come in, you know, give us a call. Come on in. You know, so we always say, change your nutrition. To change your life. Have a good day, everyone. All right. Life, I love you, all is groovy. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.